Hello, and welcome to the Re-Re-Read podcast, where we consider what contemporary writers like you and me can learn from classic literature. Today's topic is The Brothers Karamazov, The Uses of Shame. Are you looking for a new emotion to explore in your fiction? Are you tired of suburban ennui, unrequited love, and anger? Consider shame. Shame can jumpstart your plot and enliven your characters by generating layers of morbid self-consciousness leading to unpredictable, exciting, and cringe-making behavior. Or so we see in the brothers Karamazov and the character of Fyodor Pavlovich, the brother's father. Dostoevsky, the bard of shame, shows us what a truly literary emotion it can be. In the last episode, we discussed how Fyodor embarrassed himself in front of Father Zosima, his son Alyosha's hero and elder at the monastery. But our podcast ended before Fyodor was done. The scene continues, and things get worse as the third brother, Dmitri, finally arrives. This allows Fyodor to let loose with the tale of Dmitri's sexual escapades, which implicate Fyodor's own rather gruesome libido, as well as tee up further elements of the plot. Dmitri is enraged, which will have consequences down the line. Spoiler alert, Fyodor is not all that long for this world. At last, Fyodor seems to get hold of himself, and to everyone's relief, including the readers, he declines an invitation to dine with the Father Superior. But wait. It was at this moment that Fyodor Pavlovich played his last prank. It must be noted that he really had meant to go home, and really had felt the impossibility of going to dine with the Father Superior, as though nothing had happened, after his disgraceful behavior in the elder's cell. Not that he was so very much ashamed of himself, quite the contrary, perhaps, but still he felt it would be unseemly to go to dinner. Yet his creaking carriage had hardly been brought to the steps of the hotel, and he had hardly got into it, when he suddenly stopped short. He remembered his own words at the elders. I always feel when I meet people that I am lower than all, and that they all take me for a buffoon. So I say, let me play the buffoon, for you are, every one of you, stupider and lower than I. He longed to revenge himself on everyone for his own unseemliness. He suddenly recalled how he had once in the past been asked, Why do you hate so-and-so so much? And he had answered them with his shameless impudence, I'll tell you, he has done me no harm, but I played him a dirty trick, and ever since I have hated him. Remembering that now, he smiled quietly and malignantly, hesitating for a moment. His eyes gleamed and his lips positively quivered. Well, since I have begun, I may as well go on, he decided. His predominant sensation at that moment might be expressed in the following words. Well, there is no rehabilitating myself now, so let me shame them for all I am worth. I will show them I don't care what they think. That's all. He told the coachman to wait, while with rapid steps he returned to the monastery and straight to the Father Superior's. He had no clear idea what he would do, but he knew that he could not control himself, and that a touch might drive him to the utmost limits of obscenity, but only to obscenity, to nothing criminal, nothing for which he could be legally punished. In the last resort he could always restrain himself, and had marveled indeed at himself on that score sometimes. He appeared in the Father Superior's dining room at the moment when the prayer was over, and all were moving to the table. Standing in the doorway, he scanned the company, and laughing his prolonged, impudent, malicious chuckle, looked at them all boldly in the face. They thought I had gone, and here I am again, he cried to the whole room. Yet another ugly scene ensues. That here I am again is directed at the reader as well as the diners, of course. Fyodor is a train wreck of a character. We don't want to see him do his thing, but we can't or aren't allowed to look away. We're dragged into Fyodor's shaming rituals, and as witnesses we become part of them. 
In Dostoevsky's hands, shame is a contradictory emotion, driving powerful urges to conceal and reveal, deny and expose itself. It creates in Fyodor a fascinating kind of self-consciousness through which he observes himself as an actor playing a part. He believes he can't control himself, yet on another level he's aware that he can. He's aware that he desires shame. He acts out to punish others, but by doing so he punishes himself, by making people despise him even more. Masochism is one of Dostoevsky's specialties, and in Fyodor it has a special bite, for religion is among its many layers. He gains a special pleasure by degrading himself in front of church authorities, which, for a tormented believer like Dostoevsky, raises the stakes pretty high. In short, shame can be a very high-mileage engine for fiction. It's a great way to do exposition. Get it? Exposure? Exposition? And to let your characters engage in impulsive, outsized actions, which they themselves observe with a mixture of horror and pleasure.